Hello there, hello. Welcome to season two. I'm your host, Desiree Davis of D. Davis Marketing Services. And I just wanted to say thank you all so much to my listeners who have been waiting patiently for some new content and podcast series from me. Thank you so much for being patient. I am back. Um, This podcast may be available on Thursday. However, after this week, I will be going back to dropping a podcast every Tuesday. So welcome. Welcome to season two. I have some really good, interesting things to talk about that I believe will help you kickstart your business. Before I do that, for those of you who do not know me, again, I'm Desiree Davis. I'm your host of this podcast. What I do is I help you to excel in your business, um, sell your product services to your ideal buyers, accelerate your business, increase your sales and brand awareness through strategic marketing and sales consulting programs or done for you services. That is what I do. I'm your marketing, I guess you can call me an expert consultant, whatever it is you might want to label me as, but that's what I do. That's my thing, digital marketing. And so before I go into the hot topic of today, let me just explain my absence. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, um, depending on if you've been following me on my Facebook page, um, I have an Instagram with my Instagram business page. I try to keep that very, you know, professional. But what happened in 2018 to make this quick before I jump into our hot topic of today? And the end of the year ended kind of rough for me. I don't know what happened. I just started to like get sick back to back to back. It would be one thing. One time it was like my heel. The next was like a flu or cold. I haven't had a cold in a long time and ended up getting one and had it for like maybe a week. My heel going out for like maybe two, three weeks. And then there were some other things with my health that came up. I'm just like, wow. Okay, I guess it's time to hibernate in the wintertime. So there there was so much going on. It, and it ended that way and it started that way. And so I'm like, okay, that's a setback. Um, for, and I'm saying this for anyone who gets like a little discouraged when you're not feeling well. Sometimes our body's just telling us, hey, take a break, rest, relax. And sometimes with your body, if you won't shut down, it will just completely shut down on its own. And so that's what pretty much happened with my body it decided to shut down and so my year 2018 ended rocky and in 2019 started rocky and every time I thought I would be able to do the things I would was hoping to do I wasn't fast forward let's get into the juiciness of season two if you're just catching on to me you can Go back to season one. Make sure you're following me on my social media pages. Um, The details should be in the description. Let's just go ahead and get into the hot topic. Um, So for for some people, for some business owners or entrepreneurs, you're probably wondering and asking yourself, God, why, why won't people buy from me? 
all these other people online on Instagram, they're selling out their programs, they're selling out their products and services. People are signing up on their sales page, their funnels, landing pages. And just for the record or off the record, for me, I've actually been able to be successful with getting clients without sales and landing pages. I know how to do them. I know how to create a good message or good content for it. But believe it or not, it's I've been able to get clients without doing a whole lot of things. And I guess that that's what makes me a little bit unique and different where some people kind of rely on them and use them. But maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you're that person who's just wondering, why does it seem like everyone else is excelling? Why is everyone succeeding? Why is everyone else doing better than me? Why are, why are these people making all this money that they're saying they're making and I'm just not? And so with your content, here's a quote that I have. I actually have a couple of them. A confused mind always says no. A confused mind does nothing, right? The confused mind never buys. I'll say that again. A confused mind always says no. A confused mind does nothing. The confused mind never buys. Where am I going with this? It could be your content. It could be your messaging, your marketing messaging. It could be your sales strategy, your sales messaging. It could just be the fact that there's a lot of chaos and confusion in your whole sales marketing pitch or presentation that you're delivering to your audience. Of course, we know, number one, you're probably targeting the wrong type of buyers, number one, or you're not targeting buyers at all, which means you're not targeting the right audience. But it can also mean you could possibly be targeting the right people and have the right people in your circle, but you're wondering, well, why... If, if, if I'm a mindset coach, if, if you're a confidence coach, if you are a clarity strategist, a business strategist, if you are in the skincare business, if you have an e-commerce business, whatever it is, you're wondering why are these my competitors, other people that I know, other influencers, all these other people that I'm looking at, what you need to stop looking at. But you're wondering, why are all all of these people succeeding? Why are they surpassing me? And a lot of it is because your content, your messaging, your delivering has a lot of chaos and confusion around it. There's no clarity. When a person is confused, there's a lot of chaotic things going on. That means it's very disorganized. People are just lost. They don't understand. They they may not understand necessarily what your product or service can do for them. They may be confused around, hmm, can you actually help me? I, I don't know. Can you help me? Can you not help me? If people are feeling like that, that means it's how you, how you're delivering your signature products 
your signature services or programs that you have going on, okay? You're, you are confusing your audience. Before I go into some other steps that can help solve that problem, that can tell you what and, and how, is number one, you just can't be confusing your audience like that. And some people are trying to solve way too many problems. Just way too many. Like, for example, me being a marketer, although I do a couple of, I have a couple different strategies that I may use with each client or group coaching clients or something like that. But I can't focus on everything at one time all the time. You know, there's some things that have to be consistent, like maybe managing a client's social media and things like that. But then I can't be focused on 200 different other marketing strategies and tactics all at one time. It just becomes really chaotic. It just gets really confusing. It's like you have to focus on, you have to focus on something. And so a lot of you are selling way too many products, way too many services, changing your products all the time, changing your products all the time, changing your services all the time, changing your prices. A lot of you are just constantly changing things over and over and adding, adding a whole lot of supply when the demand is actually little, meaning you're not as in demand and you keep thinking, well, if I keep supplying, if I keep um, coming up with these programs, if I keep coming up with these packages and things like that, people will buy. No, it's not that. It's just, it's, it's getting really hectic. It's getting really confusing. It's getting really chaotic. All right. So let's, let's just go ahead and skip past that, come back to it if we need to. And let me give you a few steps of how we can solve that problem that you're having where your problem is hmm people are not buying from me and I'm saying well they may not be buying from you because they're confused and unsure of how your products or services can actually help them so let's talk about solving that problem and that solution today and you walking away with something. And remember, if you don't apply the knowledge, um, you will be in the same position. So if you want to be able to propel with in your business, you want to take the strategy that I'm offering you, you have to be able to move it forward and drive it forward. If you don't, you'll be in the same situation. So one, you need to define or identify your niche. Your niche is like your specialty. What can you do? Okay, what can you do? And what are you good at? Not what do you want to do? What can you do? And what are you good at doing? A lot of people are out here trying to be their client's Lord, Jesus Christ, God, Savior, you, you just can't do that. You're, you're getting way out of your league here. Slow down. Slow down. 
figure out what it is that you are good at and stop trying to do everything for your clients or or customers, your buyers, whatever you want to call them. Stop trying to be people's all in all. You, you just can't do it. There's another person who is a business strategist that can help your client or customer. There's somebody else who sells bread, okay? There's someone else who sells skincare products. There's another specialist who is a mindset coach. There is another specialist who is a marketer. Don't try to be everything. I can't I can't stress that enough. And if you are trying to be everything for your audience, that's why they're confused and that's why they don't know whether or not they should even hire you. Number 2. Identify who it is specifically you want to serve and can serve with your products and or services, meaning you want to identify who can you specifically help. But if you don't know specifically your niche, you don't know your specialty, your your special sauce, your unique sauce, if you don't know what it is you can do, no wonder you can't figure out who to target. You don't know who to target because you don't know what you do. You don't know who you should be serving. You don't know how to serve them. You're just confused. You're at step one and you just, you don't know. You don't know your specialty. And if you don't know your specialty, you don't have a target audience. You don't know who your services are for, specifically. I'm not talking about trying to sell to the masses, meaning trying to sell to everybody. If you don't have the budget that a Walmart, a Coca-Cola, a Pepsi-Cola you know, huge record labels, Sony music. If you don't have those types of budgets, good luck trying to sell to the masses. And even bigger companies like that like to be strategic and hone in on a certain group um, from time to time. Or a lot of times they want to specifically attract a certain type of buyer. And so be very specific. Okay. And so again, when you know what it is that you do, what you're good at doing, when you know what problems you can solve for people, a problem that you can solve for solve for a person at a time, then you'll be able to identify specifically who it is your products and services are for. When you can identify who your products and services are for, then going into step three, you can strategically create content and marketing messages for your ideal audience and buyers based off their needs or desires. But you cannot strategically create content and and messaging that speaks directly to your audience that lets them know you are the person that I am looking for. I have a product. I have a service that can solve your problem. It can, it can, I have a solution for you, but you can't tell them that if you don't know who it is that you want to serve. I mean, if you don't know who it is that you can serve, if you don't know who it is you can help, and if you don't know what it is that you're good at doing. Once you get clear on those things, step three, creating content that talks and speaks directly to them becomes easy. And also you have to know what it is in step three. You have to know what is your audience, what what is their need? What is their desire? What do they need or what do they want that you can deliver? 
and, and deliver high quality? What is it that you can deliver to them? And so if you are someone who's like, hey, I have a pro, I have a program, I have a product that I want to sell. I don't care what my audience wants. I don't care what they need. This is what I think they want. This is what I think they need. This is what I'm going to do because this is what I want to do. You might have a hard time trying to, you know, make more money or make the kind of money you're trying to make. Um, it's about what the customers want and what they need. It's not necessarily just about what you want to give them. You want to create a program or service, one that you are able to do and to deliver for them, but it's some, it has to be something that they want. It has to be something that they need. If they don't want it, if they don't need it, you're doing, you're wasting your time right? So then going into step four, you have to get clarity on one solution you can offer them and what problem you can solve in a reasonable time frame. That is the what. What can I do for my audience? my ideal clients, my ideal buyers, whatever you call the people who purchase things from you. What can you do? What problem can you solve? What solution can you offer them in a time frame that's realistic for you, but also reasonable and reasonable for them where they can be satisfied? For example, if you are a marketing consultant or a business coach and you have a program that can solve a problem for your audience, let's say they're having problems with creating landing pages that can convert and you have a program that helps them convert um, leads into buyers. Okay, that what is the time frame? How long can you do that? How long can you solve that problem for them where they're not only able to learn how to create a landing page that can convert, but how soon will it start working for them where they can actually start to see a return of investment and profits? So you might have a program that's about 90 days or you know anywhere between three to four months. Okay, that's a reasonable time frame. If if that's if that's the time frame you believe that you can deliver, if you know or think that you can deliver the results that they're looking for or the transformation that they're looking for within three to four months, then that's you know the time frame you give them. If it's unrealistic for you and you technically can only deliver the results in six months, then rightfully so, you want to make sure that's communicated in your marketing message, in your sales pitch. Okay, so that all of that is the what. What can you solve and, and the reasonable time frame? I want to go back to something with step three about creating content and marketing messaging for your ideal audience and buyers based off their needs or desires. Now, this might turn some off this might turn some on i've been told this by quite a few coaches this 
quote or phrase don't count your audience or your, don't count your clients pockets. I so get that on one side. I get that because a person can have the money to pay for your product program or service or whatever. A lot of times the buyers, they, they can pay for it or they can't afford it. Um, and then there's some people who can't pay for something at one time. They can only pay for the product or service on monthly installments. And so I agree that you can't count their pockets because a person could not have a job and have money to pay for whatever it is that they want. So that's one side of it. The other side is, this is again, target audience. We'll talk about demographic really quickly. And one thing for me that I started to look at is the income level. There's a certain income level for some of my intermediate and advanced programs that I like for my clients to be at for different reasons. One of the reasons being is that if I put someone, let's say my audience makes less than $20,000 a year, right? For example, let's say my audience has a lot of them generally make less than $20,000 a year, right? Okay. So that means my programs or services that I offer them need to be somewhere around their budget. Now, that's where some will say, don't count your client's pocket because they'll do it if they want to do it. They'll find a way if they want to um, make a way out of no way. But then also strategically and from the financial and business side, for me, I have to be smart and say, well, because of their financial situation and them making $20,000 or less, if I need ten thousand of that you know within our first year working together or the first six months working together if I need a 10k budget to help them double or triple their income right now you know that's the budget I need but that only leaves them less than ten thousand dollars a year and the reality is can they live off of that within the first six to nine months or the first six to 12 months? And the answer might be no. So, okay, Desiree, where, where are you going with this confusion here? Um, wh where are you going with this? Where I'm going with this is that I might be hurting them if I offer them something that they cannot afford. And that has happened to me before. And it can cause late payments. And, and that affects who? Me, the business owner. You, the business owner. And so, and I guess I can look at that for like a service aspect. I think with products, I think a lot of, like for example, Jordans, a lot of people can't afford to spend two, three, four hundred dollars for Jordans, but they'll go up, they'll go ahead and spend that money a couple times a year. But when you typically offer a service, it's more than two, three hundred dollars, you know, it may be a couple thousand dollars. So to me, it, certain programs, I do have to consider their income level because 
the reality is they do need to be able to afford it. And so that turns some people off, you know, when they hear, hey, what's your target audience? You know, what they make kind of does matter, but it really does. And hopefully I'm not, you know, just rambling and, and making that really confusing. But to me, in my opinion, I think that's important because the the truth is, the truth is, it is this, if you're, if your potential clients or potential buyers, if they cannot afford you, they're not really your ideal client if they can't afford you, period. So what I could do is I can do a lower tier and I could say, okay, for clients who are making less than $20,000 a year, I can create a, a um, beginner program for them where I could charge you know, a low to $300 um, per month program or membership or, you know, maybe create a $2,500 program or something like that for them. That's just an example. I'm just giving you all an example, okay? And then I can look at the intermediate group, the people who might be making more than that. You know, maybe making thirty thousand to sixty thousand. You know, I can I can create a package according to you know their income level, and then people who's making like sixty k or more can afford higher programs. Now, that's not saying I will discourage a person or tell somebody, no, you can't pay for this program or service, so I'm not gonna let you in it. I'm not saying you have to do that. Um, although here's a great example, when you rent a property and you fill in out the application paperwork, they typically ask you questions. They want to know about your income level. They want to know, um, they want to make sure that you make three to four times more the rent. The reason why is because they don't want to be burnt in the end. <laughs> and although there's people who make money and make money just fine and they still don't pay their bills, but still, it's still risky when you offer someone a service that they cannot afford. It's very risky unless that person says, hey, I'm willing to do whatever I have to do to get this money to pay you faithfully on time. Um, so I don't believe in counting my clients' pockets, but I do want to make sure that they really can afford to pay for whatever program or service they want from me and commit to that and commit to the process and trust the process. And so that's some that's a tip I wanted to throw out there for some of you. Um, when you're looking for your target audience, it's okay to be clear on who your program is for. And ideally, what type of income level you want them to be at. Or you can be open and honest about, hey, I have this program. Um, it costs X amount of money. I prefer you to not enter into this program or to not purchase or to not make a payment. Um, if you don't think you will keep up with the installment payments. If you don't think you can afford it on a consistent basis. You know, just for me, I typically just prefer depending on the type of program I have, I prefer to work with people who have a budget that's more comfortable for them, you know, because I feel like it makes it easier for me to work with them because they're not stressed out about money. Yes, we're working. They want to make more money, but they're not stressing out about it 
and, and putting that pressure on you. Like, well, I need to make a $5,000. I need to do this in 30 days. I need to do this in two weeks. You know, you don't, you have to just be careful about who it is you attract and make sure that you're clear on that. So had to get off topic for that really quick. Okay. So Leaving off on step four, get clarity on one solution you can offer them and what problem you can solve in a reasonable time frame. And I guess this is what goes back to with the target audience thing. You know, don't try to solve everybody's problem. If if you if someone is making ten thousand dollars a year and you really don't think that you have a product or a service that can solve their problem, or if a person has let's say you sell skincare products and your skincare product really cannot treat that person's condition that they have. Okay. It, you just can't solve their problem. You have to work with people that you can actually help. And, and that's why a lot of people's content is so confusing because you're not seeing specifically who you can help and who your product or service is for. And, and or you have way too many products or services that you're offering and, and it's just it's very inconsistent and it's just very you know obnoxious so number five we're going to talk about how get clarity on how you will solve their biggest challenge and you should be able to do this in five or less steps slash ways and or ways whether whether it's with a beginner an intermediate intermediate or advanced solution doesn't matter if you're in a, a product based business service based business you have to get clear on how you will solve their biggest challenge and you should be able to do this in a couple of steps or again a couple of ways and it you know you can have a beginner intermediate or advanced solution but this section is where you're telling the person how you can solve their problem and and in what ways you will do that. Well, not their problems, but that particular problem. And so that's going into that how section. And so here's the bonus one for you. You must address the objectives in your marketing sales content in the presentation or your sales pitch. This is the what if portion that is also very important when you're delivering message, delivering a message to your audience and you're trying to attract them. All of this that I just mentioned, it helps bring forth clarity because when you are clear on what it is that you do, how you serve people, who you who you can serve, the solution you can solve, the, the solution you can offer, the problem you can solve. When you are clear, people can be clear with you. When you're chaotic and confused, that causes confusion on your end and it causes confusion on the other person's end. And this works not only in your content, this can work when you are presenting yourself to your ideal audience. You have to be clear. And sometimes getting clarity takes a while. It, I got clarity on some things in my business just a couple of days ago. And it took me a few years to get to that point. 
And so that's why when you work with clarity coaches, when you work with mindset coaches, when you have a marketing consultant, when you work with other people and you're willing to pay other people, they can help you get clear much faster and quicker than you could do on your own. And and that's the truth because a consultant, a marketer or your coach can see some things that you cannot see and not understand Um, can give you different perspective. But yes, with the bonus, that's your what if. You want to address those objectives in your content. Um, you, You want to be able to be ahead of the customer or the buyer. You want to be ahead of the game. You want to know what objectives they may have, meaning what what things, what are the what if questions Or what are the questions that will pop up in their head after you present your marketing uh, message to them about your products or services? After you deliver that, what questions do you think they will have? Um, If you think they're going to have a bunch of questions, you may have not been very clear in your content. But if you're clear in your content, they won't have as many questions except, okay, where do I buy? I'm going to click on your landing page or I'm going to, and that's another thing. When, when you're using sales pages, landing pages, you have to be clear throughout the whole process from beginning to end, from the time that you meet them, um, have a consultation call with them. You need to be clear that your whole process, whether you have an intake form, everything has to be, aligned and clear very very clear if it is not clear that that will create some doubt that will create some fear that will create some questions and so that's why you want to make sure that you address their objections and that way that kind of relieves them um, if you know what questions they, they they might ask or if you know what they will question you on that will work in your favor. And so let's kind of refresh and go back through. Let's go back through kind of how I might have solved a problem for you. And so we identified, we identified what the problem is. Okay. So what the problem is, is that a lot of buyers Well, your ideal audience, maybe you don't know your ideal audience or um, you're not getting enough people to buy from you. Okay, we'll say that's the problem. People are just not buying. And so the solution that I have for you is that they're confused. And because they are confused, it is causing them to do nothing. Okay, that's what's going on. They don't, they're, because they're so confused by your content, by your marketing message, by your presentation, by your pitch, because of all of that chaos and confusion, they're either saying no, they're either doing nothing, or they end up never buying from you at all because there's a disconnect there. And so I offered you a solution on, on how to... Stop that from happening. And how to stop that from happening in a reasonable time frame. You can change this in your business within a couple of weeks. 
if you just go back through and tweak some of your content and go back through some of the steps that I mentioned. One, defining and identifying your niche, your specialty. Make sure you are clear on who you are. If you are clear on who you are, people will know who you are. You want to be that person. If you're a photographer, if you're a mindset coach, people should know, hey, if I need coaching on mindset, this is the person that I, that I go to for it. I, I can go to them directly, specifically for that. Not, oh, well, this person does mindset. They do makeup. They do business consulting. They do hair. They No, that, woo, that is just way too much going on. I could not buy from someone like that. <laughs> too much going on, okay? And so when you're clear on who it is you are, what you do, what you're good at doing, then you're able to identify who it is you specifically concern with your products or services, then you're able to strategically, now you can create content and a marketing message around your ideal audience because you know who your ideal audience is. You know who they are. You, you know how they want to be talked to. You know how they want to be handled. You know where to find them and speak to them. And you know directly what to say to them to make them want to buy. And then you have to get clarity on just one solution that you can offer them. It shouldn't be no more than one or two. Okay. Whatever problem you can solve it and it needs to be in a reasonable, you know, time frame or realistic time frame. And then lastly, you need to get clarity on how you will solve their biggest challenge. So now we know what solution you can offer them, but then how are you going to solve this? Will this be in beginner phases? Will it be intermediate? Will it be advanced um, pro program products or services that you have? What easy steps can you give them that can help them move forward, that won't confuse them, that won't take a long time, that won't take forever in a day if that is possible? Um, and now some of you might offer programs or services where it's not that simple, you know, meaning you can't just solve their problem in like two weeks. You can't solve their problem in just four months. You know, some people's problems or issues have to be solved in a little bit more time, you know, but it's again about being clear to your audience that this is what I can do and this is when I can do it and this is how I can do it. Okay, clarity, transparency, that's all it is. Because if you're transparent, they will say yes, they will buy from you. And you have to be transparent with every piece of content, every process that you have, you need to be clear so you don't create doubt, so you can eliminate fears. You want to remove their fears. When you get done presenting yourself to your audience, to your clients, you don't want them to have any doubt. You that's, you want them to be able to feel like, hey, I could trust this product or service. I could trust their process because they have made it crystal clear to me why it is I should buy from them. They're not buying because they're confused. They're unsure. Okay, let me go look at somebody else. Let me talk to somebody else because you they don't feel comfortable or they don't feel sure that you are the right fit for them. Lastly, do not forget to ad address their objections. Uh, you, you, you have to address them, period. 
think of the what ifs that they're going to ask. Well, if I buy this product or service, what if it doesn't work? What if it's not right for me? What if this? What if that? Whatever questions you think might come up for them, you need to address that in your marketing message. And, and you know, well, if this product or service does not work for you, um, we will gladly allow you to exchange it for something else, or we will refund you, um, whatever, whatever answer it is that you have, you know, you want to be clear on that again, so that way they can feel comfortable with you and comfortable making a decision moving forward with you. All right, so that's all the time that I have for now. I hope that this tip, well, these tips were very helpful for you. Just don't forget that, you know, a confused mind really does nothing. I mean, that's a great quote. That's a great statement for you to always remember um, when, as you are working on your program, figure out that one program, that one solution, that one problem you can fix in the next 60 to 90 days. If you're someone who sells products, what are your top three to four signature offers that you can offer your your potential buyers instead of having a store filled with 20, 30, 40 products. I mean, that's like going through Walmart. You know, some people have to choose between, hmm, should I buy this? Hmm, should I buy that? Will I have enough for this? Because they have way too many options. You don't want your audience to have way too many um, options. When they have way too many options to choose from, they get confused and they stall. And they typically go elsewhere or they just don't do anything at all. They get stuck or they just simply don't buy from you and never will buy from you. And so that's why you want to make sure that you're clear in your marketing, your sales, and your branding messaging that's important. Your presentation, your pitch, everything has to be crystal clear. So, all right, I hope that helped you with whatever you're going through right now. If you have any questions or follow-up questions, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram. This is like my baby. This is, I mean, I like Instagram more than I like a lot of other platforms. I have a business Facebook page too. You can reach out to me there. But if you have any questions, you can go to my website the description should be below, um, but it's www.desireeinternational.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at ddavismarketing, D-D-A-V-I-S marketing. So you can hit me up there, send me a message. I will do my best to answer your questions. And if you are interested in working with me, there should be some details in the description and also on my website. Or again, you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook, any of my social media platforms, typically Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. And you can find out ways to work with me. And I am looking very forward to seeing how I can help you attract your ideal clients. Um, And how you do that, again, is by being very clear and and 
figuring out clarity within your business. That's something that I had to personally do um, because I had some of the same questions that a lot of other people have. You know, well, why am I not doing as well as this person, that person? You know, why am I not where I should be, could be? I had so many different questions too, and it just dawned on me in my spirit, Desiree, you're really not clear about what you want. And all of a sudden, I started to call out specifically the types of clients I wanted to help and got more clear on how I can help them and the problem that I can solve for them. And I tried not to create so many programs. It's okay to have maybe two or three here and there because, you know, you can solve different problems, but at different times, just don't try to solve them all at one time. Sometimes you need to just get one thing out the way off the list. Um, and then you can move on to other things. It's kind of like having a checklist, you know, um, when it's time for you to clean up your house, you may have sweeping, mopping, you may have cleaning off the table, vacuuming, um, all types of things on your list, but you can't do all of those things at one time. You can only do one thing at a time. So it's the same thing when you're trying to solve a problem for your clients or your customers, or when you want to give them something they desire, you just have to remember that you can't consume, over consume them with everything at once, okay? And so that's what I came to realize. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thank you so much for joining me on season two. I will see you all next time on Tuesday. Again, if you're interested in working with me, just to be clear, um, typically for someone like me, um, I really don't have programs that are lower than $750 per month at this particular time. When I do have some lower specials, um, I will mention that, but I have some done for you services and that starts higher. And then I have some coaching, private and group coaching that starts at about $750 plus. And then I have some done for you services that start, of course, well up above $750, usually about a thousand more. Um, yeah, the done for you typically starts at about $1,000 plus, depending on what it is that you need and how we assess your situation. And then again, the coaching typically starts at about $750 plus a month. And I try to do reasonable contracts or agreements with people where um, it's anywhere between three to four months or three to six months. I try not to keep people stuck and agreements, you know, for a long time, unless that's what they want to do. Um, or if that's the best thing to do, you know, because it's good to work with someone consistent. However, I want you to be able to do whatever you feel is best for you. And to be able to leave in a reasonable time if you're not happy or if you're not comfortable. So I try to keep the, the time frame really reasonable and fair for both parties. Just in case if I don't want to work with someone too long and or just in case if someone doesn't want to work with me too long, you know. So I just wanted to be crystal clear about that because, you know, I don't want people, you know, in my zone who's like, hey, um, yeah, I only have $20. And no, that's not this type of zone. I'm not that type of marketing consultant. And so you definitely want to find someone else if you're not trying to really invest in yourself. 
So if you're interested in working with me, you know where to find me. I look forward to speaking with you. And remember that knowledge is power, but it's only power if you apply it. So please apply the knowledge that you learn. And I hope that this episode helps you propel and excel in your business. And don't forget, we have the accelerator program going on Um this season and doors will be closing very soon. So again, feel free to reach out till next time. Take care.